When someone makes a transition, do they go like on that movie, Transformers? Two men pushed out of law enforcement talk about their journey through life. Ready to look behind the curtain of law enforcement? These guys aren't holding back. Mike is joined by Jim. Both are Gen Xers. Both have type A personalities. And both of their give a F buttons are broken. Warning. Warning. Uh, shouldn't we insert a trigger warning here? Buckle up, because it's about to get real. Welcome to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Hey guys, welcome to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Here with your host Mike and Kim, and one more person. Shafted in the house. We're all so excited to be here today. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, probably because of the lame topic we're going to be talking about. Um, some of us have stopped taking our estrogen blockers and decided we should talk about the top five love movies of all time. As my moves are growing in, I got a little sappy. So I think you guys will appreciate my list, but we're going to do my list last so that Jim and Shaft can, can share theirs. All right. So I got a pretty short list, like the top love movie, you know, Love story movie of all time has got to be Princess Bride. Good call. I took your whole yeah line. yeah. You give that props. It is well crafted, well acted, great story. Whether you're reading the book or watching the movie, it is amazing. You can never put a cast together like that ever again to do the same thing. That honestly is my whole list as far as like true love stories. I mean, the one I mentioned earlier, which is kind of funny, is Heartbreak Ridge because you know, Getting Highway just loves to fuck with his Marines. Yeah. And he loved them. He definitely loved the Marines. He that definitely was a loved the Marines. I just watched that recently. It was, it was yeah. That's a great movie. Okay, so that's your whole list. That's pretty much my whole list. Fail. Shaft, go ahead. Fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, we obviously got to state the obvious, Brokeback Mountain. Uh, that's one that I know Jim and Mike are very fond of. Reenacted so, all the time. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I didn't want to leave you guys out. We appreciate you were appreciate it. Seeing how you guys are, you know, poster boys for pegging. I, that's just something that I want to let you guys know. I, I learned about it in the academy with Shaft, <laughs> and that's why you're. And 3%. then of course, <laughs> <laughs> I told you before, he got more than three <laughs> percent. So weird. It was so white. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what happens with the aftermath. So. Anyhow, broke back down to number one. Number two. <laughs> Twilight. I mean, what the fuck? Why not? Although, you know how Twilight should have ended, though, with Blade. That's how oh, Twilight yeah. should have ended. That would have been way better. <laughs> that, That's how. <laughs> or the whole series should have been like a coma because she got killed at the beginning and she dies at the end. Titanic, but was it, though? People want to say it was a great love story. It, it really wasn't. I don't know. I don't, I'm not that sad. I don't know. It, but. Truth be told, I've never seen the entire movie. I haven't either. You're front to back. You're really not missing anything. Coming in pieces and parts, but well, you know what's going to happen at the end, so it's kind of a spoiler. Kind of a spoiler. People die. It's a heartwarming movie about what can happen when a corporation decides to build a big ship, and they don't want to sacrifice the big ship, so they rebrand a smaller ship, the Titanic. They send it out and they sink it so they can finish funding the building of the Titanic. Wait, you Some people would call you a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, 
Go with four and five, Senior Shaft. Then well, I'll go four. With I mean, and I, I would have, I definitely would have taken Princess Bride, but uh, Jim already got that one. So that's just, I mean, I can pretty much almost recite that because you know that's how you, that's how that works. Right. So watch it enough. Now, if you really want to get really crazy, and yeah, I'm gonna say it. So uh, <laughs> think about how the original Star Wars was. Luke Skywalker didn't know Princess Leia was his sister until the episode four. That's kind of weird, but that was no, a love story. That was episode end of episode five. After, was it after five? He, okay. yeah, so he had made out with oh, the, the beginning of uh, Empire. Or Empire close to the, the end Jedi. of Empire. Return of the Jedi episode six. Yeah, that's six. Right. Either way, he was basically making out with his sister for what I don't know, ten years, doing whatever. Love uh, story, whether you like it or not. So what? Which planet were they from? Tatooine or whatever? I, no, I, I, Tatooine. He was, I don't he was know. on Tatooine, and she was from Alderaan. So which one was the Alabama? Probably Tatooine. <laughs> Probably Tatooine. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go through my list of five because you guys just didn't even take this seriously, and I'm actually offended. So you're, hold you're off right. on comments until no. I read through the whole list because no. I'd like to explain how I get love stories out of these. Oh, you you actually put effort into this. Okay. I put solid effort into this over the last six months. Um, six months? <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> all right, here we go. John Wick 1, Matrix 5, Law Abiding Citizen, Death Wish, followed by Die Hard, which Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. Death Wish with Bruce Willis or the older okay, version. So you, well, so not, okay, not, no. not the Charles Bronson version. Charles Bronson was the original Death Wish. Okay, so the reason I'm coming, so um, whatchamacallit, avenging his wife's death. That's what I'm saying. Death Wish was him right. avenging his wife's death with the Bruce Willis John version. Wick? No, John Death Wick Wish. Also. Okay, okay so uh, we'll, also. we'll do it by the numbers. So John Wick, he's avenging his wife's death. Not really. And the dog. Which the was the death dog. from it's his avenging the wife. dog's death. <laughs> avenging yes. the dog's death. But it was a memory sent to him from his wife. Right. So right. that's how that's a love story. Um, Matrix 5. Have you guys both seen Matrix 5? No, I haven't the yet. The newest one? The latest one came out last year. Yeah, no. So basically, you find out, spoiler alert, Neo and Trinity both have the same powers. Oh. And the reason they se- separate them in the matrix and she has to always find him or he has to find her is because when they're combined they overpower the matrix bad things happen uh, so that's why that's a love story law-abiding citizen uh some yeah, would say it's revenge movie. but it's not revenge it's avenging different his wife's death because right. the justice system's broken weird how it's broken in a movie and in real life death wish uh-huh. obviously die hard he's actually going to try to go save his wife during Christmas, you know, I could so even, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'll give you that. I could, I could even throw Taken into that one. Yeah. Oh, love for the yeah. daughter. Love you for, know, the family, for daughter, right? Yep. Not in a yep. Star Wars way. Not in a Star, not <laughs> yeah. in a Star Wars way. <laughs> <clears throat> but it, it is interesting because Jim and I have talked about this before, and I know tangent team, but that's what we seem to do best on here. Law-abiding citizen, uh, Death Wish. You watch Death Wish. I just watched it a couple weeks ago, and Bruce Willis's character is a physician, bless you, who's very frustrated because the detectives are getting nowhere fast with this case because the people who did it did a good enough job with their you know gloves or whatever else, but showing how Chicago, you know, with their gun problem and everything going on, and there's just a wall of cases that nothing's happening with. Right. I would say that 
between that and law-abiding citizen, watching how justice doesn't happen or follow-up doesn't get done and being in law enforcement and watching how people don't genuinely care anymore. It's just about a paycheck. Movies are pretty prophetic to how it is today. Yeah, yeah I don't I know mean, if it's so much about the paycheck, but when the when the system itself, when the judges and the attorneys aren't doing their jobs, and then the politicians are enacting horrible laws, yeah, cops just stop caring because they know no matter how many times they arrest somebody, it's never going to go somewhere. Correct. Right. I mean, for, for instance, I've, I've been at this new agency for, what, six months. I've arrested one guy four times for DV. And he spent a total of maybe a week in jail. Yeah, he should be buried like by that. now. And you know, and and that makes sense. I mean, I have a friend that's a chief of police over here, and, and he told his guys, you know what? Basically, uh, you're on firefighter status. There is no more proactivity because he told them, I don't want you guys to end up on the news. Do what you have to do and go home. Stay as safe as I want. I'm lucky that my current police chief is about as freaking raw as I am and he really doesn't give a fuck and he's made that very clear that if people want to be stupid then you can let them know how stupid they are. I'm like, you know what? I like you. Getting back on subject. More progressive and talking about movie love no, movies. You're, you're you're trying to be progressive. I I'll never I'm always regressive. I'd be more <laughs> progressive trying to branch out the podcast into more entertainment areas besides trans hate, allegedly. Um, <clears throat> which I don't hate trans people. I just hate the grooming of children and trying to molest children or and turning people into zipper tits. I think that's well, a horrible idea. Yeah, but then if you hate molesting children, you gotta hate the Catholic Church too. Well, apparently the Dalai Lama now. Yeah. So and and pretty much half of Congress, but you know, that's a yeah. whole other issue. Hollywood. <laughs> You're lucky. Epstein <laughs> yeah. list. What what did I Ooh, say? I would be Ooh. really nice to get that. Hang himself. So according to IMDB, the top 20 greatest romance movies of all time. You guys ready for this? Okay. Classic yeah, Blanca, that. Gone with the Wind. West Side Story, Titanic, number five, John Wick. No shit. No, it's shit. Shakespeare in Love. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like, no fucking way. <laughs> so I'm going through this list. I'm just looking at it. And there's like, it's a bunch of old, old movies. I mean, you have Ghost in there, The Notebook, Pretty Woman. Um, but back in the day, they were making more of those types of movies. Yeah. Today, we want action. We want we 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 don't want to hear about a love story because they're not trying to add that to humanity to the U.S. anymore. We want exactly. guns. We want explosions. We want something. You want, with, you basically, they basically want more fear mongering. Is what they yeah. want. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Top five movies for gay people. I'm bringing this out because I'm you know, trying to be more progressive. Um, one called about All About My Mother from 1999. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. Um, my Own Private Idaho, 1991. Never heard of that. Never yeah. heard of it. It appears it has Keanu Reeves and River Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Happy Together, 1997. Never heard of it. Nope. All these actors look really gay. Uh, Boys Don't Cry, 1999. Yeah, and the number one I, of I, all time. Boys Don't Cry is about a lesbian couple, I believe. Uh, no, it's Hillary Swain's character is acting as a guy. I think she is trying to hit on a woman, but she's saying, I'm a man. 
I've heard it. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Yes. And then Brokeback Mountain's number one. Uh, the boys don't cry. Um, the trans community is upset that someone who wasn't trans actually played the part of someone who was acting like they were These trans motherfuckers, man. from 1999. They're, they're fucking actors. That's their job. So this is something that we should probably delve into and we inadvertently got there. But this whole thing with voting with dollars versus cancel culture. So Jim and I were talking about this earlier. Um, cancel culture is where you have an activist, a trans activist, or a whatever the social justice warrior movement is saying, we need to cancel this person. We, we need to take Aunt Jemima off the syrup bottle, or we need to get rid of the Indian and land the lakes and steal the land and just make it so it's land and no Indian anymore. <laughs> um, you know, Bud Light, we, we need to go ahead and trans person on there or someone claims you to know, be trans. Side note with Bud Light, remember, I think I should have the name about uh, makes a uh, pound of the tall boy after work. Different, different, uh, it's different, doesn't it? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. continue. Well, so no, so a little we'll, bit more of a gaping wound at that point in time. The difference between conservatives or liberals or people who think with common sense or people who are less educated, I suppose, or just choosing to be victims of everything is you have people that vote with their dollars and people that promote cancel culture. So Jim and I would not buy Bud Light. We're just like, oh, we're, we're not going to buy that. I don't support or that movement. In general, Anheuser-Busch products in general. Right. And so yeah. I, when uh, the NFL went woke with BLM, I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch this. NBA went woke with BLM. I was like, you know what? I'm, I don't need to see BLM in my face all the time. I'm voting with my dollars. I'm not going to pay for these items. I'm not going to buy these things. Hockey tried to go all woke. Yeah, that, that didn't work. And all the players, one player in particular basically said, I'm not doing it. And then all the rest of the players are like, fuck that. I don't want to wear this rainbow shit either. Baseball tried it a couple of years ago too. And it lasted about a month. And then they were like, um, we're losing even more fans than we already are. Cause baseball is fucking slow. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone who played college baseball, I know how fucking slow the game is, but, and even baseball was like, mm, we should probably not do that. And then now the, you know, it's, it's, it's turned around, but it's amazing to see Sports entities that have tried to go woke and you go woke, go broke. I mean, yeah. that's, that's just what it is. It, and it's it's proven time and time again. And even this whole freaking this Bud Light, but Bud Light, it's, I guarantee you they're going to lose oh, a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. So. Jim was actually talking about that before we started the podcast with mm-hmm. looking to see what their stock was at with Anheuser-Busch. He's pulling it up right now, just how it's dropped over the last oh, month. Yeah. It's incredible. And they, they want to, and they they can they can try and freaking grandstand and and talk positive all they want about their product. But bottom line is, uh, the the woke movement is completely destroying big companies, and and a lot of them aren't won't come back. Like they're not they're not sports teams where that they have the money to do that. Anheuser Busch had a lot of money, but they have no idea how many sponsors they're going to lose. That's going to cost them millions. It was it's got a twenty two percent hit. What are they saying? They're saying since last year, but let's be honest, that 22% hit has probably come in the past month from a guy perspective, right? You think about, okay, Bud Light, that's fine. Who's the, who's the demo? It's white males, guys that like country music, guys that work in blue collar guys. Yeah. Blue collar guys don't like this stuff shoved down their throat. No pun intended. Playboy went from people being naked to now mostly naked and so then they're tanking. 
they're tanking, but they also had a trans person in the magazine. They're tanking. Sports Illustrated, same thing. Uh, They put a trans person in there. They're tanking. (laughs) I understand the corporations look at it and they say, okay, well, there's this much money to be had. There's how many billions of dollars for this LGBTQ community to be able to put their money into it. But at the same time, you're alienating yourself from the billions of dollars to get millions from your base demographic. Correct. And there's some people who say, I don't care. Well, that's fine. But there's a lot more who seem to care than don't. Even if they have a a slight increase in the beginning, shit's not going to last. No, you might, you might, you might have the demographic that's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to freaking promote this more. Oh, I'm going to buy more Bud Light or whatever. Sports Illustrated Playboy. But then, Eventually, that shit's going to die out because they are not the majority. You know, the M&Ms are trying to be woke. And so it's like, this is this month's for the women. Um, Nike came out this month, a couple weeks after, with the uh, Dylan Mulvaney trans person being the spokesperson for Nike. And you're looking at it and you're going, wait a second. We were in Women's Month last month where we're celebrating women and the differences that women do have and how they're different from men. But now, even during Women's Month, they were trying to push trans women as real women. Well, the best women in women's sports are men right now. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah. You you even have Caitlyn Jenner coming out saying, this is wrong. Right. This Caitlyn is Jenner got freaking destroyed for that shit, too. Yeah. Well, that was, what, two years ago that Caitlyn well, yeah, said no. Still- no, he said that recently. Oh, he did again. He came out recently it, in the last they, month. They said that a couple of months. He spoke out against the Nike, and they actually raked it, raked him over the coals for it. They did. Um, but he's the thing is, it's sort of interesting because he was 2015 Woman of the Year for Cosmo or yeah. L yeah. or whatever. It's sad because as men, we don't really have to worry about it because there's not going to be any trans men coming over in dominating our sports or doing stuff better than we do. Maybe make a sandwich. I don't know. Nothing but, like saying that men are better than women than, you know, a man being woman of the year. Like, who's, how, like seriously, though. Who's the MMA fighter that went from a guy to oh, a girl and is uh, absolutely destroying I know people? About. He competed. And I, I, and I just I just saw a video the other day. And, yeah, just wrecking somebody within, like, 30 seconds of matches. Like, but it's and, not yeah. just that. Like, knocking these people out with skull fractures, with... Yeah. You know, really horrible things. So that person's not allowed to compete in that industry as a woman anymore. Well, you're not just beating a woman at a sport. You're, like you say, removing that woman from the sport now. Right. Um, I was talking with Joey a couple of episodes ago about the female swimmer that had to compete against the male swimmer in the NCAA. Yeah. And they both got fifth place. And they pushed her down right. instead of him. And yep. she decided to stand out. Well, now she's out doing... Uh, speeches with turning point, she gets assaulted by this trans crowd. No charges are filed. Right. Well, it was in, it was in San Francisco. What do you expect? Well, yeah, that tells. I mean, I'm just gay. saying it's yeah. so. <laughs> it was in San Fran. Yeah. No. Uh, the the MMA fighter, even uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, he talked about that for like an hour about that. He's like, there is, and, and you know, it's it, you're basically sanctioning domestic violence, even though they're not technically uh, in any relationship. You're basically sanctioning men being women. And People saying it's okay. Okay with that. Is feminism dead now? Because we did have the feminist movement pushing for equal rights for women and then going way out left field. But now they seem to be okay with people pretending to be women being recognized as women, so wanting the, to give them the, the same true, rights. The, 
the true feminist movement is dead. Yes. This is some woke bullshit that people literally make up, I think, on an hourly basis. Just other yeah. shit and claim and have this claim to be the quote unquote feminist movement. Yeah, I believe you're right. Well, it's sort of the the thing where, you know, some guys are in relationships with women where they're like, the woman wakes up and looks over at the man and goes, okay, how can I fuck with him today? Yeah. Just Amber Heard. Just, what? Sorry. There you go. <laughs> but now you have people that are just doing that with the whole country where it's like, yeah. okay, how can we, how can we screw people over today? Right. How can we change? Because what, something that's wrong today is going to be right tomorrow. So you look at the LGBTQ where they came out and they said, okay, we need to do, you know, 90s equal rights. We want to give them rights. And they were weren't looking for equal rights. They were looking for special rights, but they called it equal rights. So we're like, okay, yeah, you can get married. Yeah, you can do this. It doesn't affect me. I don't care. Now we have the trans people in that movement that are grooming kids, trying to get kids converted to being trans. You're sitting there going, wait a minute. It's called pedophilia. That's called pedophilia. One, there's only one solution for that. And two, the LGB needs to cut off the T. Just like they're all well, cutting off their own you've got a lot of that, a lot of that group that is also coming out as anti-groomer right now. Gays against groomers, gays against groomers, groomers. Yep. and they're I was coming out to say that that is a that, that page on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they're taking Instagram, a lot of heat and a shit ton of flack from that you know from the LGBTQ community right now too. So you've got enough of and, them that are breaking off. But you've also got people who are like, no, they're part of our crowd. You have to be a part of this. It's like, no, 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 no. You guys don't speak for me. And you've gone off the rails. And you've got to ask yourself, why are they taking shit from people? Because the quote unquote, and in my opinion, the ones that are giving them shit is from the trans community and they're grooming children. Yeah. They're pedophiles. You do not see anyone. If you go on that page, Gays Against Groomers, they are 100% against that. At and no time does anyone say that that is okay. And there's only one facet of that community. Like you said, get rid of the teeth. That's the only facet that's saying that. They're the only ones that are saying that. Yeah. If I walked up to you, Shaft, and I said, hey, I feel like my hand should be coming out of my ass. I would like you to cut off my arm and shove it up my ass. You may do it just for fun. But if you're a doctor, <laughs> you're going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? But then yeah. you have people that come in and say, I'm, I'm a man. Would you please take the for- some skin out of my forearm, make a penis, and s- stick it in my vagina? Or vice versa, you know, take a rolling pin and sh- cut my dick off and sh- make a new hole. Um, Where did you get the rolling pin from? Like, that's oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we need to worry about you right now? I mean, that's a ro- I mean is it, Things, again, is this another six-month thing that you've been thinking about? Things I'm you can sit asking. on for 500 Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going back to the whole mental health issue of this. If we could address, right. I would say call a spade a spade, but I guess that's offensive to say now, too, so we can't say that. But say mental health is mental health. And now we have these uh, trans people that... There's two of them that did a shooting in the last month. Well, and yeah, weren't the last five shootings Democrats that he were either non-binary, trans, yeah, they, gay. they identified as something other than what they were born as. Yes, right, right. So when do we just stop the stupidity and just say, "Look, you need help. We're not doing this." At least, if you want to do it to yourself, that's fine. Do it to yourself, right. but do it after they're 18, so parents can't yep. sign off on it. 
then cut their breasts out and they literally have what looks like a zipper line across where their yeah. boobs were. Yeah. Who, how is that attractive to anybody in any way, shape or form? Okay. The other thing is look at all the people that are detransitioning now. You've got massive, you've yep. got pages out there. Those people are being silent there. Like crazy. They are, but you've got a huge crowd that is now detransitioning because they realize just how bad it was. You've been on chemical castration or you've been on tons of the opposite what am I thinking of here? Like testosterone that you're the hormone blockers or the wrong hormones for your body. You're destroying what was intended from the beginning, the way you were created. Think about how that just messes with your brain. Look at the the Navy SEAL that did it. So on the Sean Ryan show, he went on, it's like a three hour podcast and he talked about it. He talked about how it was a total mental thing. And granted with him, his post-traumatic stress didn't help. He, yeah, it was, it was like a three hour (laughs) podcast. He looked, I forgot his name. But on the Sean Ryan show, and he talks about how detransitioning and how it was the worst mistake he ever made. I mean, they, you know, the guy, he's married now and everything, and he's better, but he, he definitely got post-traumatic stress from that, as well as being he's a military guy. and shooting I, people. He might have been still team six members. So the guy, so he was like, he's legit. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the, he was a legit operator. Everyone knew, but that was, you know, as long as you're doing your job, we obviously don't give a fuck what you do in your off time type thing. But he even said, you know, it was the worst mistake that he ever made. Yeah. So my question is, how can you trust somebody that has that much of a mental health issue to be in the military fighting alongside you in law enforcement? If they're going through all this psychological, chemical imbalances, whatever, mental health issues, do you really want them making calls on I mean, calls for service? He was, he was a SEAL long enough. I mean, he was so, because he, he started doing that. I, if I remember correctly on the podcast, within like his first five years on the teams. And I think he did like 20 years. Wow. So it was one of those things that he was basically, basically he learned to, car- to compartmentalize. When someone okay. makes a transition, do they go like on that movie, Transformers? <laughs> I fucking hate you sometimes. Right here. I, I got, there's times where I just want to push you into oncoming traffic. So... <laughs> Do they do they get a direct line to Optimus Prime? <laughs> oh my fuck! Wow, wait a minute! You know, I don't, I don't know why I wasn't expecting it because it never fails. Run a serious topic, and this fuck stain decides that he wants to throw in some shit like this, and never all, all, every time. Every we're time, we're running out of time. Right, we have less than a minute left on this Zoom call, so I uh, had to throw something out there for everybody. So, uh, hey, on that bombshell, everybody, thanks for listening, Shaft. Thanks for joining us. We will yeah. uh, catch you guys next time. Say goodbye. <laughs> Later. You've been listening to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Neither Mike or Pedro 2.0, Jim, are associated with law enforcement any longer. This show is for entertainment purposes only, and all stories are hypothetical and not based on fact.